0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack reassured the Senate today a carbon market program would be voluntary for farmers.
1: It can't be one-size-fits-all. It cannot be mandatory. It's got to be voluntary. And it also has to figure out a way of not rewarding latecomers uh, at the expense of those who were early adopters. I mean,
0: all of these issues have to be addressed. John Hoven, a North Dakota Republican, says the program
1: has to be farmer-friendly. Our state is very diverse in agriculture. Some states are just corn and soybeans, or some states are just dairy. But across this country, uh, agriculture is extremely diverse. Don't put out a one-size-fits-all. Make sure it's farmer-friendly and make sure that, you know, individual farmers and ranchers can participate based on, you know, what they do out there. And the other thing is it shouldn't be a big government-run program.
0: Bilsack testified during a Senate Agriculture Appropriations subcommittee hearing on USDA's budget. A new report by Texas A&M University's Agricultural and Food Policy Center analyzed what financial impacts the Sensible Taxation and Equity Promotion Act and the For the 99.5% Act would have on 94 farms if the bill were enacted into law. It showed the bills, which mere plans in President Joe Biden's infrastructure proposal, would raise taxes of an average of $1.4 million on 98% of AFPC's representative farms. Senator John Bozeman of Arkansas says this would be devastating.
1: The bottom line is this is a bad deal for farmers. 95% of them have figured that out. That's why we're getting you know so much concern from the farm community in in any way that you look at it. But I think as more and more information comes out, then you're going to see people on both sides really start to gel and understand. And then I, we'll just have to wait and see what happens.
0: The report was done on behalf of Republican leadership in the House and Senate Ag Committees. Under Biden's proposal, unrealized capital gains would be taxed at death above $2 million in gains per couple. But USDA officials say this will not affect farms that stay in the family and less than 2% of family farms would owe taxes on non-farm assets. Bozeman says he's asked for more info on how USDA got to that number and says he's waiting for a response. AFPC maintains a database of 94 representative farms in 30 different states across the country for research purposes. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The estate tax forced a teenage Anne margaret Hughes to choose between her college savings and saving the farm. Unless Congress eliminates the estate tax or at least makes a higher exemption permanent, many more farm families will be forced to do the same. Learn more at FB.org. Senators Mike Rounds of South Dakota, John Tester of Montana, and Chuck Grassley of Iowa are working on gaining more support for a bill addressing anti-competitive practices in the meat and poultry industry, Speaking to reporters, Grassley says the bill is called the Meat Packing Special Investigator Act.
1: I've long been concerned with the increased consolidation and constantly hear from Iowa livestock producers struggling to find a market for their particular beef and to find a fair market.
0: He says this bill provides USDA with the necessary tools to beef up enforcement of the Packers and Stockyards Act.
1: It creates an office of special investigator for competition matters. That office will be in the Packers and Stockyards division where this special investigator will have dedicated staff to increase coordination with the Department of Justice, Federal Trade Commission and the Department of Homeland Security.
0: The new USDA special investigator would have a team of investigators with subpoena power enforcing the nation's antitrust laws. And before I let you go, I want to tell you about the 2021 AgriPulse Food and Ag Policy Summit West coming up July 12th. The event will offer participants a full day of presentations and panel discussions at the Sheridan Grand Sacramento Hotel in Sacramento, California, Virtual attendance is also available. You can register at agripulse.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.